Hello and welcome to this APMP podcast from Quantum Training. My name's Adam Montgomery and I'm here with Tim O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> A dramatic pause there before he told you his name. So, uh, yeah, hi. So, uh, this is the uh, say series of podcasts on the APMP uh, Body of Knowledge version 6. And uh, today we're going to be talking about portfolio management. So, I can't imagine it's going to be a particularly long, long conversation this one, Tim. I don't know. Maybe uh, you've studied this uh, a little more in depth than me. Uh, so, let's have a look at these assessment criteria. The first one then uh, differentiate between project management and portfolio and program management. So we, we talked about the differences with program management uh, in the last podcast we did. Um, but what, what are the differences between project management and portfolio management, Tim? Well, the portfolio um, can be a number of things, really. Um, in its simplest form, it's everything that the organisation does. So the portfolio manager would be the person who's right at the top of the tree. Mm. And so as a consequence, um, strategy would come from there, governance would come from there. So should the portfolio manager decide to do something differently, then that's bound to have an effect on projects. So there ought really to be, in most organisations, a strategic re- uh, review that usually uh, takes place yearly. And so during that time, there can be uh, an analysis of existing projects to see whether or not they're worth continuing, mm. and also to see whether or not projects that have not yet started, whether or not there's an argument that they ought to. Yeah, so I mean, I... I... I don't think I've ever come across uh, anyone who calls themselves a portfolio manager. Is this a, a job title that you would call yourself? Do you yeah, think? I think you just yeah. want to mix in more <laughs> <and> circles. <laughs> I know plenty of dustmen, <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I you know, meet directors of companies and things, and uh, no one's ever said I'm the portfolio manager. I mean, would they tend to have a different title, or they would? No, I've, I've, I've come across the term being used uh, quite a lot, um, and. Just picking up from what I was just saying about um, the different levels of portfolio management, because quite commonly, especially in larger organisations, there will be sub-portfolios, if you like. So there might be a finance portfolio, an IT portfolio. Um, so the person who's a portfolio manager, say, for IT, has got overall responsibility for their division. Um, but they themselves then have to make sure that they work within the constraints set for by, or set for them by the overall portfolio manager. Um, but it just means that if you are a portfolio manager, you can make a decision about starting and stopping programs and projects and also business as usual activity so where the need arises the portfolio manager has the authority to shift resources away from one program to another um, and maybe to draw people from standard business as usual according to where the greatest need might be at that point i, I mean i don't want to hark on about this but i'm going to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> going to but but yeah so it strikes me for example you mentioned it there well will surely then the portfolio manager I mean, they're, they're more likely to be called the cio or something aren't they the IT director, or, or possibly, possibly yeah, um, but okay. really doesn't matter. No, okay, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's a few okay, you so like, never get back. Yeah, so I think it's given give us a good overview of uh, portfolio thing. I mean, um, what is it? Uh, you talked there about the the use of portfolio management where where it would be appropriate. That's the second uh, learning outcome or assessment criteria here. So that this is around that can be held at this departmental or functional level, is it? Yeah, and it's it's linked um, in some way to, to projects and programs in terms of there's commonality commonality between them all, but just the level is different in mm. that um, one of the emphases will be um, looking at capacity bottlenecks and making sure that the resources are in place where the greatest need might be. So if there is a big rush, say for instance, if um, in the the run up to Christmas, um, no major retailer really um, would want to distract from 
their business as usual activities. Mm. Um, and so as a consequence, projects may well be hibernated for six weeks or eight weeks prior to Christmas um, because as many staff would want to be on the shop floor as possible to make sure that you can take as much cash as possible. Um, so the portfolio manager, portfolio manager has the authority, uh, but at the same time, um, he or she would issue strategy and um, would decide um, whether or not certain projects, as mentioned earlier on, should continue. And that might be based upon lots of different measures, really. So simply, it could be based upon financial measures. So for every pound that we're spending, um, what's the value of the benefit that we're hoping to achieve mm. as a result? But sometimes it's not quite as simple as that. So other non-financial measures might have to be factored in, such as customer satisfaction and maintenance. So say, for instance, for universities, maintenance of... Um, student satisfaction scores you know all those kind of things that you have to have an awareness of in light of where you stand in relation to your competitors mm. okay so uh, what's the portfolio manager doing then on a on a daily basis it's really well this this individual would be the head of a department or the head of an organization so you know those kind of senior um, <laughs> <laughs> activities um, but being ultimately responsible for the, the, the success yeah. of an entire department or an organisation. So there's a mixture of programme and, and business as usual things. So something I think the thing we talk about here is this side of response between risk and return. So there'll be you know some projects and so on that, that might be quite risky, but uh, it's always a case of balancing that out to make sure the, the department's or organisation's objectives are, are met. Yeah, and, and so just, just as an example, um, say when the uh, the coalition government were elected, mm. um, the politics, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the education secretary, Michael Gove, yes. um, had a review of... Careful, my wife's a teacher. The, <laughs> ...had a review of the existing, uh, the existing offerings from the education portfolio and made the decision to, um, to close down the existing Building Schools for the Future programme. Yes. Um, whilst at the same time, pushing another agenda which led to the creation of what were labelled free schools and in relation to projects and this is a project qualification really it's just having an awareness that the project is not all powerful mm. the project sponsor the project sponsor would be a better term wouldn't it? But the project sponsor um, would have um, his or her own line manager and so should as was the case with um, the education secretary should the portfolio manager decide that a programme should not continue mm then it just means that the project would have to go into the handover and closure phase, mm. which can be a messy old business. You have to settle contracts with suppliers. You have to make good what has just been half created. Yes, well, in fact, uh, if I remember the building skills feature, they, they had to then resurrect half it because they had contracts for millions and millions of pounds worth of buildings, so they did have to then yeah. get those done. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it, um, he, he, he found uh, that he was being sued by a lot of local councils that were more than halfway through the projects. Um, and so... The decision to reposition strategy is significant. Um, yes. It is going to have an effect on projects, and it can be quite. It can lead to quite messy work that has to be done. So it's not uh, quite as easy just to say that those projects are going to stop, and then that's it. Everyone goes home. Good. All right. Well, that's uh, portfolio management. So that's the end of that podcast. Nice short one, that one. Seven and a half minutes. Oh, that's a record. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Adam. Bye. Bye. Bye.